All right, all right, check, 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 one, check, two, this is it. Welcome to the Cannabis Coffee with your host, me, Rob Cantrell, coming at you for episode 149, right on time, in the pocket, ready to rock it. I got a fat bag of stump town founders. This is the founders uh, blend. The founders blend. It's in this uh, navy blue. Big fan of navy blue. I like blue, light blue, baby blue. Uh, but navy blue, there's something official about it. There's something like I don't know. There's a uh, navy blue. You're like, oh, I'm, I'm gonna meet the admiral. Um, but it's in a bla- it's in a really cool navy blue bag. Founders cup, stump town, whole beans. I got a fat bag of this. I filled. I did a great, great. Uh, cold brew, ice cold brew. Um, I got a fat tumbler of ice. Uh, I grounded the beans last night right before. I, I've been good. I've been doing it right after I do the dishes. Uh, that's all life is, is doing the dishes after a while. <laughs> I've been eating a ton at home. I'll be talking more about that. I've been killing some chicken parm. But uh, it's getting fall. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Eating, eating, eating. But no, let's back to this coffee. Stumptown, Founders Cup. I got a cold brew, a great press. The bag, I, you know, you got to find a great date. The date, I think this was just like roasted. Let's check out the roast date. The thing about it is, I th- say this with coffee and herb. A lot of it's just the freshness. So this was roasted on 816. And we are into 10. So this is roasted a month ago. Um, so that's pretty good, especially for Stumptown. That's a good one um, because it is from Portland. Well, they got roasting houses here. Uh, we'll eventually get out there in the field. I like doing the this one's from home. Um, check me out on the Patreon uh, solo edition. But I got uh, my lucky uh, chalice here filled with Starburst. Uh, so yeah, I got a great selection. I got, a, I got a found. It couldn't get life couldn't get much better. I've been really focusing on being grateful every day and just on the simple things. And that's what I wanted with this podcast. Um, you know, just coffee and weed. It's just a very simple pleasure, but it's one of the best. And um, I enjoy it nearly daily. And um. And it definitely has brought my life uh, <laughs> a lot of fun and enjoyment and taste, you know. Um, this this cup of coffee is just so good. I'm kind of at the tail end of this uh, French press. Mm. But I did it overnight. The thing about Stumptown, it is a little strong and stuff like that, but making it a cold brew takes the bitterness out of it and you know things are kind of groggy because it's getting cold people getting sniffles i got a flu shot you know it's kind of get it's kind of getting funky out there 
kind of there's mucus buildup in the air with fall. This is the sound of fall. Don't you love the sound of fall? The rustling of leaves and the wind and the smell of fireplaces. And then you also hear people start sniffing snot. Uh, one would, way to battle my mucus has been switching to uh, oat milk. Like uh, I, I used to drink a lot of milk, 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 milkshakes, ice cream, creamy cream. Um, never put sugar in my coffee, just mostly cream. But uh, I switched it up to oat milk first. I'm, I'm paranoid of getting uh, um, gallstones. That's one thing in life. It would be nice to dodge that one. But, you know, and that's calcium buildup. So you want to drink a lot of water. A lot of that I hear is like, and then cutting down, um, you know, too much milk. You want calcium for your bones, but you can get it through oat milk. I think it's just that pussiness, that mucus um, is what, if you're drinking a lot of milk during the fall and the winter, you get a lot of snot, I guess is what I was trying to get to. I didn't want to get that right into the uh, podcast, but I wanted to talk about that because I do go with oat milk a lot, but I will mix it up if there's just regular milk or just regular cream or just even, you know, just that fucking um, vacuum cleaner office dust uh, dairy product of some sort that you put into your coffee. Uh, coffee is just so fucking fascinating and hilarious. And um because at a certain age, you run on it, like, or you don't. So it does wire people up. I think people react differently to different things, and there's different times in your life. But as a comedian and writer and and uh, performer and just regular dude um, out in the real world uh, making his dreams come true every day, um, and I definitely think one of my dreams was to have a have a have a project that was coffee and weed enthused. Uh, and that's what we're doing, baby. That's what this is. It's the Cannabis Coffee Hour. Like and subscribe. It's the best podcast in the world. It's positive vibes. Uh, it's interesting guests. It's introspective, but not too deep. Well, I mean, it might get deep. Um, I've always been kind of a little deep. But the thing about being deep is you get so introspective, you start to dwell on yourself. And I'm definitely trying to like uh, not dwell on myself as much. I just kind of go with the feel. Is that what you guys are doing? Uh, it's all about the feel. And the, the feel of this show, I wanted it to be warm, fuzzy, uh, you know, just like a good cup of coffee in a nice clean bowl. And that's what I have. I got a great, I got, at, are you guys digging raw papers? Shout out to raw papers and that maniac that has the, the IG and that's their uh, president. Shout out to that cat. He's hilarious and cool. But yeah, that's a great company. But yeah, this lighter's great. I got raw lighter and then I got a Marley Naturals uh, one hitter, which is a glass and uh, wooden one hitter. And then I got Starburst strain. I got a great strain. It's not too strong and it's not too weak but it's not too chemically but it has a little taste of diesel which i like i like a little gas 
uh, as I sink lower and lower in this chair. Uh, you can watch the video. This is a Patreon as well. So all the videos, how I do it is audio for free, video for uh, Patreon. So, you know, you, please like and subscribe. But if you got some extra cheddar and you want me to fly around the world on a helicopter um, with two pet llamas uh, and visiting some of the best uh, coffee places in the world, then definitely sign up to the Patreon because that's what's going down. The chopper's right outside. Uh, but yeah, let's let's try some of this Starburst. Starburst, I know it's, uh, I looked it up on Weed Maps. Um, shout out Weed Maps, great app. Because um, they, they'll give you some strains. And the thing about strains, I'm not too nerdy with herb. I just would, I do, I do know, you know, I had some outdoor grown that somebody had me, given me for free, but I think it was heavily um, indica. So it was like, I was in the couch a lot with it, but it definitely like, it scratched that itch or whatever uh, for whatever cannabis or THC that my body likes to have in it. Um, but it was uh, just a little bit too relaxing. <laughs> I definitely got some good sleep. But the world is opening up. So like I'm more cognizant of my body. I think everybody with quarantining, like I've been falling off. I haven't been as Zen as I wanted to be. Today, I didn't, yesterday, I've been, dude, I've been breaking into the Halloween candy. I've been fucking <laughs> taking naps. Um, but I think I got everything right. I like, I think I was, I think I was, I had too much like indica. Um, it was getting me through, but it was kind of taking the edge. But now I kind of got starburst where it's uh, pleasant. It's not overbearing, but it's also gives me that good um, sour diesel kind of feeling. Um, I could write some. I've been making some beats. Um, that's one thing with the podcast I like doing is just putting some random beats at the end. And, uh, you know, I got a music project. I don't want, I've talked the music project up a ton on this podcast, but it's coming out. It's all together. It's just, uh, I'm just sealing, you know, I'm putting, putting the lines. The thing about art is what I, you know, I was doing my coloring. I had got this adult coloring book, but the thing is, is like, uh, I was coloring this flower. I got these Sharpie markers. I love is there anything better than talk about aesthetics? Uh, everybody's talking about aesthetics uh, because it's feel. That's what I've been thinking about or trying not to think about is to feel. And getting on the phone, which I inevitably do. And, uh, you know, I inevitably end up on Instagram and even been dipping into Facebook. <laughs> Shout out. I got a good, I mean, my fan page, I like my fan page. It is set up simple. So if you, uh, if you are a super bot or, you know, somebody from uh, middle school, then find me out on Facebook. Um, Cause I check it from time to time. I'm not hardcore. And I do know this podcast gets kicked on there, but I don't know they, their algorithms. Cause I don't feed it that much money or ever. Um, sometimes I'll boost a Instagram post, but that's about it. And I and that's far, very far in between. I know I should be doing all of it. It's algorithm wars. That's what entertainment has become is straight up algorithm wars. But uh, I'll play the game a little bit. But I also just wanted to create 
a dope little podcast like this where I can uh, sample fine cannabis like Starburst and drink Founders Cup and enjoy, you know, the vibes, the good vibes. Because the good vibes are coming. You, I mean, the bullshit's always there, but the good vibes are always coming. And uh, the light at the tunnel is yourself. The light at the end of the tunnel is yourself at the end of the day. That's something I've been kicking around in my head. Now it's a, the thing is, is that smoke does look cool on camera. I was just checking it out. I'm trying not to be too narcissistic with my uh, entertainment career, but smoke on camera. And I do love how videos look and I do love music videos and uh, I watch a lot and I love film. And I do love how like these newer generations are messing with media. Like I do think something weird with social media and the access of the artist to be able to do it all themselves. Like there's a new like sampling and mixing and mastering and like editing and animation. Like it's all blending together uh, in a cool way. And it, like I've been feeling like this extra energy and it's just nice that I understand that it's creative energy and not to like power it up in my mind, but more or less like put it towards like creative shit, whether it's putting together this music project, whether it's, I shaved for this project. I, I was about to get on camera, but I had like a sweatshirt and I was unshaven and I've been eating like Halloween candy and I was just looking too much like a professional podcaster. <laughs> so I was like, you know, sometimes with podcasting, some of these cats that are big in podcasting have got like, you know, what's that incel vibe, you know, um, which I'm very far from. Like I barely fuck with the internet. Like I kind of do now because I'm just editing and cutting and scratching and making beats and all that stuff. But when I first started stand-up, it was all coffee shops, man. I loved writing high and coffee shops. I loved going to shows. I performed in coffee shops and performed in comedy clubs. Coffee shops were, it's always, it's extra um, awkward. Stand-up comedy is always awkward until you get really good at it. And then if that crowd is great, then you can, then it's really fun. But in the beginning and always still, if you still do open mics or funky ass crowds and coffee shops are because it's like it's not really a night place and there's no booze. So people are like people go to coffee shops to like work on their resume, write a book they'll never publish and break up with a girlfriend on the Internet. Like that's what people do in coffee shops. Or pastime, get really high, make a weird order, debate it and then uh, ask for the bathroom key um, and go to the bathroom. Um, Cause that's what happens a lot at coffee shops is people go to the bathroom. <clears throat> 
you got to have a really solid bathroom if you're going to open a coffee shop. Like if I was going to open the ideal coffee shop, which is the cannabis coffee shop, I know exactly. I would open it up in Virginia. Um, I know the town. I would grow outdoor organic um, sativa. I would get my seeds um, from California, from Northern California. I would get the best of the best outdoor grown. I just think they're just, I just think they're so light years ahead in terms of like, if aliens were growing weed, they would definitely be growing it up in Humboldt Mountain. Uh, or, or man, some of that super hashish world. Um, in India. But at the same time with drugs, like, it's all about the now. And when you lose your ego, drugs can help you lose your ego. But when you lose your ego, you go back into like animal, like natural form, which is eventually going to die. And that's the thing you got to grasp or what your body and all that it's grasping. And I think, but I think that's what brings out humanity and brings out empathy for others. Is that truth? Or I don't know. Um, I don't want to get too that, you know, the starburst kind of got me going. I, I, I did some, I did a little bit of a, I'm trying for the solo ones. I try to put together a little bit of a list and then dance around it. And, um, but shaving was fun. Shaving is fun. If you can just slow down, I got my Spotify rocking. I was rocking some specials. I've been playing a little bit of ska. I don't like full-on Scott. So no, I either like it super poppy, upbeat, like Fishbone, almost anarchy. <laughs> Yo, man, Scott is crazy, and Fishbone is crazy uh, as a concept. But Scott, you know, is like it's like it's like early reggae, or it comes out of reggae, or it comes out of Jamaica dance hall. I guess would be like their sock hops and a lot like how rock and roll came out of America. But then um, it's like kind of kind of got like a different beat an upbeat. And then it has, a, you know, just some certain uh, mannerisms and vibes to Scott, the specials. But they came from England. But I think they had one like Jamaican dude in it. England and Jamaica have like this connection. Like there's a lot of English in Jamaica, a lot of Dutch in Jamaica. Um, Jamaica's dope. Uh, if you ever get a chance, go to Jamaica, but watch, watch yourself. <laughs> it's not to be, it's kind of like, I would say, I always, I always, it reminds me of Virginia in the South, but on an Island. Um. So it kind of has like this tough mountain, like, you know, not that much money, not that much ed education for years, you know, but tough, good fishing and hunting and earth people. I would say, you know, people that are close to the land, salt of the earth. I never understood that concept until I got older and you meet people and you're like, oh, <laughs> and then other people are like, yo, mountain people people of the earth they got dirt in their hands there's something about getting dirt on your hands um with comedy i don't really have 
that hard but i have worked hard where my hands have gotten roughed up um and playing guitar i would say but i haven't been playing guitar so my fingers don't have all of the callus like you get calluses it's like painful any you know there was some kind of benjamin i was watching like this streaming like youtube thing that was like all benjamin franklin quotes i don't know how i got on there youtube is dangerous um not dangerous but this ended up being kind of positive but it was something like everything worthwhile you has to have some pain involved um so that's what i was thinking about blisters and being able to play the guitar like your fingers get gnarly man or a baseball player you ever see a baseball a professional baseball players there's fingers their fingers are gnarly man dudes are running over it you catch a ball weird your fucking finger goes flying up in there it's rough it's hard out there for a pimp um want to give out uh, a shout out oh i just got my buddy um shout out to Cor uh cornelius peter i just picked up his book the big snooze shout out he was uh we had the, you know he wrote a book and you could buy it on amazon i'm just i'm gonna try to do a book a month and I was good. Just this last week, I've been just off my game a little bit. But I think even me saying that gets in my head. So I'm trying not even to say that. But um, doing this podcast makes me feel great because I finish a task. And I love doing this podcast. So thank you for listening. Remember to like and subscribe. You don't know how much that helps. I'm getting shout outs in the street. That was the other thing. The other day, somebody walked by me and was like, cannabis coffee i was like yo thanks for listening i kept it moving um it was kind of like five o'clock in new york everybody like you just don't have time for bullshit and i he was on the move it wasn't like me i probably would have talked to him but he was on the move so shout out who that dude that shout me out on the street that was kind of dope about the podcast that was really dope um so i and i enjoy uh doing this podcast but uh, yeah, shout out to the Roanoke Comedy Festival. Shout out to Neil Peter, who just wrote the book, The Big Snooze. I just I ordered it on Amazon. It arrived. So it's by my bed, which works, which means I should read it before I go to sleep. Um, but it's like over 300 pages. I was like, oh, he did over 300. You know, 250 is impressive. 300 pages. Holy shit. Um. But when you read a book, uh, I don't know, I'm trying to get into reading a little bit more. It is the only time where you can kind of like tr really transform into that place in a different way. Like film is great and movies are great. TV is great, but it's almost like a painting, like you're almost making the reality. And there's something about reading that it gets like when you get lost in it, like you, I don't know, man, it's something trippy. It's feel. I guess it's feel. Um, and you're, I think you're working your brain in a different way. It's like exercising or runner's high in a sense. I stretched like I wasn't like, because I was like literally doing meditation 20 minutes. No, first doing five Tibetan uh, stretches, which is like, you know, it takes like 17 minutes to do. But it's like a series of stretches and exercises. And then I do 20 minutes of meditation. And then with a basketball, I was doing 20 squats. 
Um, and I was doing that like every day, even before weed, like clear headed, like straight on. And then I kind of off filtered that yesterday. I did meditate for 20 minutes, but I was really, really high. And but it still is 20 minutes is 20 minutes, you know, and it was still like sometimes when you're high, it's it's extra long and you and you find those pockets of anxiety. That's what I find when I meditate. You find like these weird pockets of anxiety. But even within the, the 20 minutes, you see them dissipate and go away. So you, you, you put that on a larger scale at life. Like you're just here to feel, you know, to experience. And that's what I'm trying to do is not to have the narrator talking in my head, but the narrator talking on this podcast, which is the cannabis coffee hour. Um, please like, and I, I won't even say like and subscribe anymore. It's a great podcast. It's the man. It's I think it's great. I listen to it. And when I put it on, I'm like, I get stuck into it. And uh, and I'm not even that e egotistical that way and narcissistic that way, but I do like the sounds of voices and I, I, I know the setup I got. I know the beats I got. Um, I do want to do more music and get more out. I was going to get some more stuff out in the field, but um, I am into just being consistent with it. Um, and knocking it out and being able to do solo ones. And as I start doing the road, like the Roanoke Comedy Festival, that was amazing. Shout out to all the comics that was on that show. Uh, shout out to the guy that ran the show, Johnny. Shout out to Tony Deo, who was uh, headlining the other night, who's actually uh, from the same little town in Virginia that we grew up together. We went to middle school, um, a little bit of high school together. Um, but we were in Roanoke and uh, yeah, I was downtown and I had a great Airbnb. They put me up. Um, we went, I went hiking um, on the Appalachian trail. Uh, like the, uh, 20 minutes from there is like the best part of the Appalachian trail. But uh, we, I went there on a Monday. So Lately, they've been saying, and there's a lot of lines because everybody's like trying to get out to nature. I'm glad I did it. Like, I almost didn't do it, but then I did it. It's like one of those things. And then everything, like right when I pulled up, like a parking spot opened up. And right when I went up, like the rain, it didn't rain. And when I got to the top of the peak, it was just epic. It was all Blue Ridge, just green, green, beautiful mountains, just like nuggets. Uh, big fat uh, cannabis nuggets, big fat weed nuggets, man. Um, the Blue Ridge Mountains are just beautiful, round, good. Um, it's not as epic and big as Colorado or even in California or Wyoming out west, but they're just beautiful and just green and uh, old and uh, very American. I don't know. It's very cool. If you ever get a chance to hikes are good like this one was like four miles up and four miles back so in a total eight miles so it took like four it took half the day but it didn't rain and my shoes held up 
they weren't super ideal, but they held up because the trail was like beaten down. And I've done enough hiking that I know, and I've rolled my ankle enough. Uh, I know how hard to push it. And, uh, and I like to walk. I do like to walk it out. I mean, that was one of the reasons I loved coming to New York was just walking, you know, hitting the one hitter, you know, you got your iPhone, you got your iPod, you're rocking beats. I don't do that as much anymore now because there's so many delivery cats and maybe I'm older and wiser. I don't listen to music when I'm walking around New York because, I, you know, you just the, the element of surprise is always out there and the times are changing. So um, sometimes I'm like, everybody's cool. And then I'm like, everybody's desperate. I think everybody's like fear level of opening up since the pandemic is like, you know, dancing around a little bit, but we're getting through it. And uh, like going down to Virginia was weird. Like I, I performed it, but I got a negative COVID test afterwards, but I performed in a room of, of like, you know, over a hundred people unmasked. Um, I mean, it, it was vaccinated, but you know, it was still, it was down South. So it was still, and it was small town politics. So it was still, I don't know. Uh, but no, the good people of Roanoke were awesome. It came out the show. The, 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 the crowd was dope. Um, I ate, I ate uh, chicken waffles one night. I ate uh, a great buffalo chicken sandwich the other night. I got some biscuits. I got some coffee. Um, yeah, Roanoke's a cool. I mean, I think with cannabis legalization, like if somebody leaned in down there, um because those towns aren't as found out as california or new york or woodstock in their little cool towns it's just you do have a lot of trump like there was this big as 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 dreamy as i i say all this shit there was like this uh big billboard about doomsday prepping like you know you can go run <laughs> you and your boys you go get your m14s and go run some drills uh, I don't even know what that's all about. Um, but yeah, it's odd times, man. There's a lot of fear in the world. And uh, but when you the older you get, you're just man, like, fuck the fear, man. You just got to, you know, take it one step. You got to work on today. Um, and that's what I'm doing today is uh, working on some um, cannabis here <laughs> and working on this podcast. I didn't finish this bowl. I was, you know, you look down, you're like, oh, I wonder if I got, and then you're like, oh, yeah, I do. Uh, but I've been cooking like crazy. Uh, and I've been listening to beats. Shout out to Billy Strings. I've just been listening to uh, not all his tunes, but a lot of his tunes. I just think that the banjo is like, a cool, maybe it's like going back down south and being in the Appalachian Mountains and, um, yeah, I heard a lot of that bluegrass music growing up. Um, not a ton. I mean, I grew up in D.C., but uh, the side of my dad's family that's from Virginia, all this in the country and bluegrass. And, um, the Appalachian side of me. Um, but I've been listening to, yeah, Billy Strings. Yeah, I've been enjoying the piano, but I've, uh, uh, banjo. But I've also been listening to Wiz Khalifa a ton. <laughs> I think Wiz Khalifa just did it right in terms of like, he's not that gangster. 
and uh, but he's not a complete pushover and he never got into his like super heavy drugs, but he just smoked and partied and he made a ton of music like he still makes the thing what he did. I saw it happen like he just made videos like he just kept on making videos like with the SLR. He just made, you know, those guys just put the pedal him and Currency have a great song called The Count. Wiz Khalifa and Currency. Currency is a big, heavy smoker and also, but he was signed to Little Wayne's. He was with Cash Money when he first started from New Orleans, but a great smoker. And I actually, him, me and Jordan Rock smoked out with Currency. And I actually did a, I think I opened for Currency at a Cannabis Cup in San Francisco one time. And then we also hung out and did bong hits with Jordan Rock one time at High Times. Um, back in the day but he nice dude just nice uh stoner cat but they got a great song like those guys just did it right like they're just rappers that are widely popular but they're not that you know they don't talk about shooting motherfuckers um speak uh been but i've been cooking but that's a i've been listening to a lot of wiz khalifa uh, the production value and the vibe is always party. Like this vibe is just, you know, roll one up. I'm balling out. Shout out Taylor gang. I'm going to be the oldest member of the Taylor gang. That's me. <laughs> I'm, I'm official. I'm down with Taylor gang. Shout out Wiz Khalifa. We got to get you on the podcast. Uh, I'd love to smoke with that dude, him in currency. Uh, yeah, they're just really legit stoners, but also you can tell they're good dudes and but they do business big. Um, they make I like seeing successful stoners. Uh, we are starting to get ads on this, so I know the numbers are there. I just haven't been able to get my wingspan around everything that's moving. I'm going to have to delegate some of this off as we start growing and start doing more. I got some guests booked up some big time. Well, I shouldn't say big time. I don't know. It's because because they could back out. I like to go with feel. So whoever I'm hanging with and vibing with, and I think may would be funny, or it and it wouldn't be that big of a hassle. I like to have on the show. Um, because uh, I definitely need. There's so many coffee shops that I need to go out there and get it. It's just filming. I'm figuring all that out now, but I got the right equipment. I'm at that point where I'm like chugging iced coffee, like almost to the point where I could, like, I'm just like pouring it right down my gullet, um, almost like an espresso shot, <laughs> like every time, because this stuff is so strong, but it kind of, you know, it balances out the herbo and the herbo balances out the uh, coffee. So together, uh, it's a big mess. <laughs> now, it can be, but it, it just works with me. What works with me might not work with you. Um, a bit, but I have been drinking a lot of water and I have been getting out to nature. That's what I've been doing with this extra energy. I think the herb and the coffee, it always went with writing comedy um, and just taking some of the hits in comedy uh, and over the years. But none of it was like hits, hits. Like you can't ever look at any of this stuff as suffering in terms of if you're going towards your dream because, you know, 
it's got a purpose. <laughs> it's going somewhere. The worst is when it's not going somewhere. So find somewhere to go. Go there. Um, and feel it out. Everything is feel. I feel like this podcast is growing um, every day. And I'm getting better at it. And I want to involve music a little bit more. Um, I've been playing with a band lab this uh band lab that's pretty dope it's a website that you can make beats and stuff on so i've been playing with that also been playing with my phone making music on that but then my thumb always hurts so i'm like i gotta get off this fucking phone fucking get this uh i was scrolling too much on that thing man uh in the middle of the night you just go for it because you're like i gotta see what time it is and then that's when they get you. But I've been good about like focusing and not doing it um, all too much. Um, but uh, yeah, I've been I've been making I made the most bomb chicken parm the other night. I uh, I got the organic breasts, but then I pound it. You got to smack that chicken. You got to beat it down. And then I got egg. And then I just took the egg white, like I cracked the egg, and then I took the yellow out, and then I put in olive oil, and then I whipped that up, right? And then I went to this Italian, um, old Italian store that has like the most bomb-ass ravioli and sauce in New York and Brooklyn, and I got some breadcrumbs from there. It's only like three bucks, and they give you a big vat of this like fresh like breadcrumbs with um, fresh spices. And so then I fried the chicken up a little bit and then dipped it and then put it in the breadcrumbs and then put it back in the frying pan, but then put the frying pan into the oven after sizzling it and getting it nice and griddled out. And then I put the griddle into the oven and then I put that on 400 and let it rock for about 20 minutes. And then I pour sauce, a big jar of marinara like this Italian style sauce, not expensive, but just like a basic Italian, but it's like real, it's not ragu. It ain't just straight sugar. The shit was like straight tomatoes from Sicily. And then I poured that on there and then I hit it with the mozzarella like last minute and put it back in the oven. So it melts and you want that melt to be like a French, uh, French onion soup. That French onion soup, I've been watching Diners, drivers, and dives. He's got a couple menus about. I was looking at some of his uh, French onion soups. That's just like me melting mozzarella. Something about mozzarella being melted. I mean, that's all pizza is, and I love pizza. That's half the reason. The half it's it's uh my it's like New York. I love the pizza. I love the coffee. They got great coffee. I love the streets. I love the walking. Love the subway. It's all opening up, um, but it's all very busy. <laughs> so it's nice to duck out and uh, have a little cannabis and have a little bit of coffee like on this podcast. But I think I'm going to wrap it up right there. I love you guys. Thanks for listening. And uh, peace. One love.
Trapaholics Mixtapes. Elvis Presley records on the jukebox. Trapaholics Mixtapes. Trapaholics Mixtapes. 